Hello and welcome to Money Tips Daily. This is Money Kelly, bringing you money tips to help you save and make more money. Well, it's Friday today and uh, many of you are looking forward to the weekend and some of you are looking forward to coming back to work next week, others are not. Uh, Maybe you're not earning enough money, maybe you want a pay rise. So today I want to give you five tips to help you get a pay rise. It doesn't guarantee you a pay rise, but uh, I'm sure if you go into this structure, you'll have a better chance of getting a pay rise, or at least know whether you you should even ask for a pay rise. Uh, So first of all, I would say that, uh, you know, I would make sure that you go in with the right attitude when you, when you ask for a pay rise because I've worked for large companies I've, I've been a, an employee and employer so, so don't go in with that attitude of um, you know I need a pay rise because I've got enough money to, to live and uh, you know, I remember this guy used to come and say well, I've got my daughter uh, for my ex-wife he's, he's, he's got a baby daughter one over here and he's already gone off with someone else and now he's moaning about he hasn't got enough money to support his daughter and all this sort of stuff and I thought well, Frankly, I don't really care, and most employers probably don't care about your lifestyle. They've got enough problems of their own without you bringing in problems in the door to their to their desk. Employers have far more things to worry about than the average employee, and you should be aware of that. You know, you might think your manager's got an easy ride, but they've probably got much more responsibility and things to think about than you have. So, uh, go in with the right attitude, and I would avoid playing off one against the other. You know, look. Unless you're Ronaldo, listen to this, and, and Ronaldo, I'm sure, could play one club off against another club to earn more money. But um, for the mere mortals of us, then I, I don't think that's a good strategy, and especially if it's not even genuine. Um, I mean, if you have been offered a, a job at a higher pay rate than somebody else, and maybe you could mention that to the employer, but I wouldn't try and pretend that you're you know, in demand just to get a pay rise. It's, it's not a good strategy. It'd probably build up... Uh, resentment in the future even if you do get it and also if you do get it uh, then you, you've, you've got to be able to justify it so if, if Ronaldo does get more money by going to another club and he's sold for 100 million then he, he's got to justify that by scoring goals hasn't he and, and performing on the field as, as many players have found out on these big transfers and end up you know they end up with the pressure getting to them and they, they can't really perform as we've seen with many clubs now I remember my first pay rise uh, was when I was a young lad working in, uh, in a shop, a car accessory shop on a Saturday in Camden and uh, I, I loved this job, it was, it was a great job. Um, I used to go in and do a bit of sweeping up in the morning and rearrange things, tidy up and I'd serve customers and people would come in for um, champion spark plugs and castrol oil and go faster stripes. and. Harry Moss driving gloves. People used to wear driving gloves, these sort of half-cut driving gloves to look a bit cool, these brown leather, and even driving coats, uh, short coats to wear in the car, a car coat, uh, because many, many of these old cars either didn't have proper heating or people didn't want to use it, but you actually had car coats, and it, you know, you'd see old men driving around in a car coat, driving gloves, and a trilby, and a, and a tartan blanket in the back seat as well. Anyway, that, that was that, and it was, it was good fun. I, I liked the atmosphere in the car shops. We had a cool manager who used to play rock music on the eight-track uh, cartridge stereo machine that we had there, and uh, yeah, it was great. We used to play Pink Floyd and Rolling Stones on, on the eight-track, and it was, it was a nice place to work. Anyway, my mum went, went suggested after a few months that I should perhaps ask for a pay rise, and I thought, yeah, okay, so I went in, asked my manager for a pay rise. He said he'd think about it, and 
next week they gave me a little bit more money. I, I don't know what I was earning, probably a pound or two a week or something, something silly like that. And anyway, I got this pay rise and that manager then, I think, moved on somewhere and another manager came in. And one Sunday morning, so I used to do half day Sunday, he remarked that I was getting paid more on this Sunday than the other adult employee. And uh, I thought, okay, but you know, the, the adult employee hadn't worked Saturday as well. And then a couple of weeks after that, a letter arrived in the post, which my mum had opened. She opened my letter, yeah, just opened it. Addressed to me, she opened it and put it, went up, marched into my bedroom and said, look, you've been sacked. I said, what? I said, yes, you've been sacked, you've lost your job. I looked at the letter and I was devastated. And it was typed uh, on a typewriter on this small uh, half, you know, half A4 size envelope and it was from the company. Uh, the company um, administrator and she, she said we've had a reorganization and therefore we must and I remember these words dispense with your services I remember how cold it felt this dispense with your services it was a bit like a bond movie we must dispense with your services and they shoot them with the silence of gun and it was horrible and I, I sort of could only think that it was due to this pay rise I mean maybe it wasn't I don't know but um, I, I got a feeling it was something to do with this pay rise uh, so, so after that, I've always probably been reluctant to ask for pay rises. No, no, that's not true. Don't don't think that. Uh, but you obviously have to be able to justify earning this extra money. So, so think very carefully. And the tip number one really is is about is is look at what position you're in and the, the company and look at you know are you even in the position to ask for a pay rise? For instance, if you're with a, a large company and have a pay structure. Uh, which is, is strictly controlled, perhaps even by a union, for instance, then you can't just go in and ask for an ad hoc pay rise. You know, if you're in the civil service, you're a nurse or a teacher, they have pay grades. And depending on the grade you are in the company will determine your salary, obviously. So if you're a, a, a grade F nurse, you will be on a certain pay scale. And there may be uh, grades within grades. You know, you might be a grade G, but there's a one, two, three step within that grade. And so to get a pay rise, you would have to um, move up a grade and get a promotion. So, so look at that. Obviously, in smaller to medium-sized companies, it may be more ad hoc. And you know, then you get the situation of um, it, it can get a bit tricky because you know one employee may be earning a bit more than another because they've been there longer. And you know, often in these small companies, people don't talk much about their salary, but somehow, sometimes people find things out. They might look at their pay slip on the desk and think, oh, he's earning more money than me, I want more money. You know, but you, you've got to look at uh, why that person may be earning more money. And you know, you don't want to cause a big um, commotion in the company by you know, just demanding money because someone else is earning a bit more money than you, because uh, there may be other reasons for it. So look at that whole picture and you know, think about it carefully and, and, and what your reasons are. And then secondly, uh, point number two is prepare uh, yourself for, for any uh, uh, pay rise request. In other words, um, don't just walk in on a Friday afternoon and say, oh, I need more money because I blah, blah, blah. You know, what are your reasons for asking for a pay rise? Thirdly, look at your, the value you give to that, that company, maybe the extra value. So this goes back to preparing again. Um, you know, look at maybe things that you're doing that's over and above what you're getting paid for. So if you're doing what you're getting paid for, in, in, you know, why should you be getting paid more than than you're paid for? If you're 
um, you know, paid what you're worth, then why should you be asking for more than you're worth? So if look at that, think about that. What what are you really worth? Um, if your job is um, you know fairly menial and it's fairly routine, it could be done by anybody. You know, can you be expected to earning to be earning as much as the managing director? No, obviously. So, what are you worth to the company? What is your job worth? And in, in reality, be realistic about it. What is your job really worth? Is it a minimum wage type of job, or is it something with more responsibility? And and if you're not happy earning the million minimum wage, then you, you've got to do something about your, your own self and and. Uh, make sure that you you can get a job that's more in keeping with what you're actually doing and that may may involve self-improvement but in in this step I would say if you you are going to go in with a presentation make sure you you are prepared for it and you've got evidence to show why you're doing a a little bit more than than you're you're paid for or you're you're going that extra mile in, in the company let's give you an example of this I've worked in companies where you know you've got people that would sort of dash in in the morning at, at, at uh, say they're starting at nine they'd sort of dash in at one minute to nine or one minute past nine you know out of breath and they've got a coffee in their hand they've got their breakfast in the other hand they've got their bacon sandwich and they're sitting at their desk and you know they're not really prepared for work and then they've got to go to the loo and make a, or make a cup of tea and they're not really prepared for work for 10 minutes after their shift is supposed to start and that can affect the other people around them and you know people know people know who's doing the work people know who's pulling their weight people know who is uh, just just um, bluffing it and, and not doing very much and eventually you'll get found out by by everybody and you'll probably be out of a job be one of those employees that's in before their shift they're going that extra mile they're doing that bit extra they, they know what's going on around the company and um, you know they, they answer queries or if, if there's a, a little bit of a crisis a late customer um, at the end of the shift they're not just walking out and putting their coat on and out the door um, they're, they're, they're staying behind to perhaps um, sort the situation out or, or, or whatever you, you know exactly what I mean and you know the type of people I'm, I'm talking about so make sure you're one of those people that that is seen as valuable to the company be, become the go-to person become the person who get things done you know, not the person who you know can't even manage what they're doing, and then you will find that you will earn more money if you're the go-to person. If you're the person that becomes almost indispensable, then you'll be valuable to that company, whatever happens, or you'll be recommended to another job if that company can no longer employ you. You'll always be a valuable person, and and to, to use the football analogy again, look at the, the players you see on the field that are, that are lazy and just do minimum amount like they may stand in front of the goal waiting for a pass to come to tap it in and then you see the players that you know really come back and help their defenders they're in the midfield they're, they're, they're on the attack you know they're, they're chasing back to, to cover when things go wrong we know who those players are the, the supporters know who those players are and obviously the manager does so be one of those players that put in the extra effort uh, fourthly, when you've, you've got all this prepared, book a meeting with the appropriate person, the right person um, that, that can perhaps get you the pay rise. I wouldn't suggest going over your, your line manager's head. Um, you know, that doesn't create good feeling. It may be that you need to go and see a HR person, but book the meeting and make sure it's at a good time when you're not likely to be interrupted, etc. Five, um, look at 
this is going back to really improving yourself. It's the old Jim Rohn saying that if, if you will improve, everything will improve for you. And make sure that you know, you're, you're doing something to, to make yourself a better employee or better at your job or better at running your business. And you can do this a number of ways. I've said this before in previous uh, broadcasts that if you just read for 30 to 60 minutes a day and you did that for even three to six months, you would know a lot more than most people in your company. And this is reading stuff that is about your business or about your job. Um, maybe extra books. Don't just do the, the, the courses that the company give you, but really delve into to your job. And if you, if you did this reading for three to six months, um, and then extended it for maybe a year or two, you could be almost at degree level with, within your industry. And maybe after two or three years, you could be an in industry renowned industry expert in your particular field. And you know, then you, you are definitely then a valuable person to any company or any business. So you've got to, to look at yourself as well, not just sort of look at the external factors, but look at the internal factors and what are you doing? To make yourself a better employee and you know, I, I've seen this myself I mean in, in an organization I'm involved in at the moment some of the people like, like myself I, I would go to external conferences at my own expense um, so instead of spending the weekend partying I might be spending the Saturday at a, a, a meeting or convention or a, a seminar about my field and, and it, it definitely helps because you get a, a different, wider view of things and you, you get an industry view of things rather than just looking at your, your narrow role and say, well, I'm not going to do any more unless the company send me on a course. I'm not going to go on any courses. And, and that's, that's definitely the wrong attitude. You've got to keep improving because the world is changing. Things, processes are changing. So if you want to stay on top of things, read about your industry, read industry journals. Um, you can find these things on the internet now, so there's no excuse for it now. Um, so make sure that you are improving yourself and uh, that then you'll find that things will improve for you and you, you will get on. Um, so be, be that industry expert, not somebody in the company that doesn't even know what's going on in their own company. You know, I've worked in uh, large publicly listed companies and many of the employees in, in the firm they're not even aware of the share price of the company. They don't really care what the share price of the company is. They're not, they're not aware of who the chief executive is or what the chief executive does or, or where the companies have other departments and, and branches. Um, don't be that sort of person. Be the person that at least knows about your own company, let alone uh, learning about the industry. At least be aware of all the things in your company and all the processes so that you know, if you have had to move to a different department, you're, you're on top of things. Or if you had to apply for a job, or promotion in a different department at least you know something about that department be the player on the field that can play in any position not the one that's well I, I can only play in defense and that's it and I can't go anywhere else you know that's that's again not the right attitude so I hope those tips have helped and uh, I, I hope you'll all have a, a great weekend and get the the lifestyle that you deserve and will work for this has been Money Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save and make more money